Hello, brother or sister friend. Welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode is going to be all about more spiritual disciplines. So the title of today's episode is obviously Holy Habits Part 2. Obviously, it's just a fun play on words with the holy habits, but they are holy. They are holy means to be set apart. And I believe that's what God wants for us. So anyways, last week we discussed daily spiritual disciplines. And this week we're going to be discussing weekly spiritual disciplines. And these might not be something you do every week. They might be a bi-weekly or a monthly spiritual discipline, but either way, they're going to fall into weekly or bi-weekly or monthly spiritual disciplines. And I believe that God has shared this lesson with me and has revealed it to me to share with you, to transform and empower you in your faith and in your sobriety journey. So grab a pen, grab a notebook, get ready to take some notes and let's get going. Hey friend, welcome to Beyond the Booze. I'm your host, Victoria Plummer, daughter of the most high, wife, boy mom, and multi-passionate entrepreneur. I know that you are sick of wallowing in shame after another night of binge drinking. I know that you want to quit, but you can't imagine a life without alcohol. My mission is to set you free from the lies, fears, and habits that are keeping you stuck in a toxic relationship with alcohol. In this podcast, you'll learn about spiritual growth, personal development, healthy lifestyle habits, and recovery education so that you can start living a life you love. If you're ready to take your power back, grow in your faith, and live a more purposeful life, you are in the right place. Whip up your favorite mocktail. Let's do this. Before we get started, I just wanted to remind you, if you haven't already, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. A written review would be amazing. It always just blesses my heart to hear from you guys and see how the podcast is helping you. And if you haven't already, join our Facebook group. Um, You can just search Beyond the Booze or look down in the show notes and you should see a link to the Facebook group. And also, you might see a link to Instagram, but I actually have been feeling the call to give up Instagram. Um, And I I guess I like to call it a fast, but I am fasting from Instagram for 40 days. And so I've deleted it from my phone. I will not be on there. So if you send me a message, I'm so sorry, but I will not see that because I'm not going to log back in until December 21st, um, unless God calls me to go to leave Instagram for longer. Um, But yeah, I'm really excited about that. I actually posted something today and I deleted the app from my phone. Um, And obviously, like I said, I do have a Facebook group and I'd love to interact with you on there. Um, I am setting some boundaries around social media just for the sake of wanting to be able to connect and hear from God more. Um, And I actually listened to a sermon today and it was titled... Oh gosh, everything must go. Everything must go is by Sarah Jakes. Um, It was actually from Elevation Church. And anyway, she was talking about how when, you know, stores are, you know, doing those sales and how everything must 
go. Um, it's because they want to clear out the inventory for um, their new inventory to come, the profitable inventory. And I just felt deeply that that message was um, just a, another reminder for me to, um, yeah, clear out the social media that's distracting me. And it's so funny because I'm not even doing anything on there. It's just like I like log in, check if I got a message, check if uh, someone liked a post or someone commented or someone said something. And then I just kind of get off. But it's like I'm getting on and off all day for no reason. And, you know, just, yeah, just wasting time, <laughs> wasting my mental energy. And I just know that God has more for me with that. And I think I mentioned on the last episode that something great that you can do is when if you do decide to like give up Instagram or something like that, whenever you're tempted to go on the app to pray instead. And so anyways, I'm really looking forward to this fast from Instagram. And if you're feeling the call too, I just encourage you to step into that and um I know that God is going to bring fruit from that. And yeah, I'm just excited to make room for what God has for me. So anyways, um, I did just want to share that, that I'm not going to be on Instagram. Um, I will be on the Facebook group, but I'm just going to be on there um, like Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um, I'm just going to kind of set an hour aside to be on there, to interact in the Facebook group, to post questions in the Facebook group. And yeah, so that's going to be my boundary. I deleted Facebook from my phone, but I'll be able to access it on the computer. Um, but anyways, if anyone else has struggled with social media boundaries, I hope that helps you and just gives you some ideas on what you can do to create some boundaries around social media. But without further ado, let's get into today's episode. So Again, this is part two of the Holy Habits series, and um, I have three main habits for you, and I have some scripture to go along with them. So if you're taking notes, um, I just want to let you know so that you'll, uh, you'll have your pen and paper ready or your phone if you're taking notes in your phone. Um, but anyways, let's just dive in. So... Um, our first holy habit is going to church once a week or every other week. Um, anyways, I, I believe the purpose um, for church, or maybe not the f- whole purpose for church, there's a huge purpose for church, but things that I know you experience while you're at church is worship, you know, like when they're playing the worship music. And you're able to just close your eyes and think about God and sing his praises. Um, Often, you know, they'll do like a prayer call at church and you'll have the opportunity to pray with someone else, which is a beautiful thing. Um, You experience fellowship with other believers, which is also very encouraging. It's, It's so encouraging to be in a place where other believers who believe what you believe are there with you. And, you know, y'all, you're all there for the main purpose of just worshiping God, experiencing God's presence, and to 
hopefully um, learn and grow in your knowledge of the Most High. And and I also believe that um, that church attendance once a week is a really great way to tune your heart to God's, um, for you to be able to take yourself out of your own life and just see the world through God's lens. Um, because we just, we all know how crazy a week can be like today's Thursday and I thought it was Tuesday and it's just, yeah, the week could just be crazy and, and circumstances can be crazy, but I do believe, um, I just think it's really important for us to, um, go to church, uh, once a week. And of course, I don't want to just be airing my own opinions. Um, I do have some scripture to go along with this that I found very encouraging. Let me pull it up real quick. So I actually have three verses on this topic. The first one is Colossians 3.16. It says, Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. And I just love that because I I think it just kind of reiterates what I was trying to say about tuning your heart to God, like letting the message of Christ dwell among you, like dwell in your heart. Um... And then, of course, like it says, singing songs to God with gratitude in your heart. And then the next verse I have is Matthew 18, 20. And it says, for where two or three gather in my name, there am I with them. And I'm, I'm, I don't know about you, but there's just something about experiencing God's presence um, that just literally just changes everything. And I don't know if you've heard that song. Um, This is how I fight my battles by Carrie Job, and literally like singing and worship. Those kind of things are how we fight our battles in the spiritual. And yeah, like anyways, this this verse Matthew eighteen twenty is saying that when two or three are gathered in His name, which obviously would be at church. Um, obviously this, this can be at other times, but in church, there are definitely more than two or three gathered in his name. And so I believe that we will experience God's presence while we are at church, which is very empowering, um, and chain breaking. All right. So the third verse I have is Ephesians 4, 11 through 13. And it says, so Christ himself gave the apostles the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and teachers to equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Um, So what I'm taking from this is that God gave us, you know, pastors, evangelists, teachers, prophets, apostles, um, to equip the body of Christ, the church for works of service. Um, and so that the body of Christ may be built up the church of Christ. Um, I'm not talking about the denomination, but, um, but again, just the church in general, 
um, so that we may be built up um, in the fullness of Christ. So those are my three verses that I gathered for you guys regarding um, weekly church attendance. And honestly, I think if you belong to a church, it kind of can, I don't want to say like check the boxes, but you kind of like can achieve all of these weekly slash monthly spiritual disciplines through one place. Um, So yeah, I do believe weekly church attendance is important. Um, The second spiritual discipline is fellowship. And I think you can experience this um, through church or, you know, through something outside of church. Um, But through church, it could be through a community group. Um, So if you normally, if you join a church, they have like small groups that you can join. And that would be a way for you to have fellowship with other believers um, that maybe are in the same you know, maybe they're all women or maybe they're all moms or maybe they're all men if you're a man um, or maybe it's just young adults uh, or it could be mixed and maybe you're doing a Bible study um, and, and Bible study would be another way to have fellowship with other believers. Honestly, like m- whenever I uh, joined a church back whenever I first started my faith journey when I finally decided I'm all in. Like I joined um, Watermark Church here in Dallas and that completely changed my life. I um, became a part of a community group and having women who, you know, were believers like walk alongside me through my journey and pray for me was, you know, life-changing and I'm still great friends with them. They were bridesmaids at my wedding. You know, they walked with me while I was dating my husband, um, helping me through that, you know, trying to date as a believer. It's obviously it's different than dating when you're not a believer. Um, so I definitely think having community who is faith-based is really important. And especially if you are on a sobriety journey, you know, like I've mentioned in another episode, you like literally have to change your the people, the places, um, and the playthings that you used to do. And so a great way to change your, the people you hang out with is through a community group, through church, um, or joining a Bible study. I've mentioned before that I'm a part of, um, BSF Bible study fellowship. Um, and that is not necessarily, um, ran through a specific church. It's like a separate entity and they, usually do meet at churches, but it's not really associated with that specific church. Um, So you don't have to like be a member at a church to be able to join the Bible study fellowship. Um, But you are able to enjoy that fellowship. Um, So anyways, the verse I have to go with fellowship um, is Hebrews 10, 24 through 25. And it says, And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another all the more as you see the day approaching. And by the day, that means when Jesus returns. Um, 
But yeah, this one is obviously another great verse about fellowship. Just consider how we can spur one another along and don't give up meeting together. Like this is just, it says it in the Bible. So, hey, I believe it's going to be life-giving and um, really good for us. So that is part, This that is... <laughs> That is number two. And so number three is service. Um, So serving others. And of course, it'd be great to do this every week. um, But I realize that it's not always possible. Um, So I I do believe, though, that it is important. And um, so hopefully it's something that we could do weekly or bi-weekly or monthly. I believe that serving others is a great way to use your spiritual giftings. Um, and we're all gifted with specific gifts that are meant to build up the church and help other believers and even help obviously other people outside of church. Um, and that's why I said, you know, like it might not be a weekly thing. It might be a monthly or a biweekly thing where you serve others. I do believe this podcast is one of the ways that I serve others. Although, um, I would like to serve at a greater capacity within a church. Um, I actually don't belong to a church right now, and I'll, I'll talk to you guys that about that more um, at the end of the episode, but I do want to be transparent about that. Um, I am looking for a church, but anyways, let me read you this verse. So the verse I have for this, um, this habit or spiritual discipline of service is Romans 12, 11. It says, never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. And to me, I interpret that as like the way, one of the ways that we can keep our spiritual fervor is by serving the Lord. Um, And so I think that's pretty cool. But I actually want to like back out and like read a little bit more from this Romans 12 chapter, um, because I, I, it does have a lot to say about service. And so I'm going to go ahead and read a little bit from this. So yeah, uh, let's start at Romans 12 verse three. And this is Paul speaking. It says, for by the grace given to me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of us. For just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ we, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is encourage, if it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. 
Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Share with the Lord's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. So that's 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 the end right there um, of what I'm going to read. But I think what this passage is saying is like we need to don't think of yourself or, you know, even me, don't think of myself. We shouldn't think of ourselves more highly than we ought. Like we shouldn't think that we are too above or too advanced or, you know, our time is too valuable to serve others. Um, And the other point from this passage, I believe, is that we all have spiritual gifts that God's given us. And Lord willing, through service, you can use those spiritual gifts to build up the body of Christ, um, which is what that passage said, is that, you know, like we were, we are all parts of the body and we all have different functions. And so we all should be helping one another. So like as a church, you know, we are actually able to move the way God wants us to move, you know? So I know that sometimes we can think that, you know, like, oh, I don't like people that go to church. I don't like, you know, I don't like the church or I don't like um, the type of people that go at church, go to church. But I'm here to say that like, nobody's perfect and maybe they need you, you know, maybe they need you to, um, bring a different level of like realness, um, vulnerability. Um, maybe they just, I, I do, I do think that, you know, the church needs us in some way. And yeah, again, just not thinking too highly of ourselves. Like, I used to really want to go to a church that would allow me to teach um, that course that I mentioned before that I used to teach when I was at Watermark. Um, and I remember I really like, I really wanted to, I mean, my heart was in the right place. I wanted to help um, new believers like grow in their faith, um, which, you know, that's <laughs> so cool to actually see that these habits that I'm teaching are things that I wish like I could teach, um, the new believers, you know? Um, but anyways, so yeah, I, I really wanted to do that. And I ended up like leaving the church because I couldn't serve in the way that I wanted to serve. Um, and I think that I could have still served and I could have like just been like a greeter. And then maybe eventually I would have been able to, um, serve in other ways. But, you know, I, at that point in my life, I guess I was just so in my own, (laughs) my own way without realizing it that, yeah, I, since I didn't get my way, I ended up leaving that church. And, um, honestly, since then I haven't found a church, uh, to belong to, but I am searching for one. And I'm going to talk about that in a second. Um, but anyways, yeah, let me just recap. Those are the three holy habits, spiritual disciplines to do weekly or monthly. Um, Again, so number one was church. Number two was fellowship. 
And number three was service. And so if you're like me and maybe the pandemic, um, you know, kind of got you out of the habit of going to church on a weekly basis or bi-weekly or whatever basis, um, I wanted to share what my therapist had told me um, or kind of gave me an idea about how to find a church. Um, so what she challenged me to do was to like make a list of like, you know, like maybe like five churches near me um, that I was interested in. And so what she would told me to do was like during the week to listen to a sermon from each church and then narrow it down to like two or three churches. Um, and then, well, she really said to two churches and then to go visit those churches in person and, you know, and then just make a decision and commit to, you know, one of those churches. So I'm just sharing that in case you are struggling to find a church home. I do think it's really important for us to get plugged into a church. I think that there's so much room for growth, belonging to a church, and uh, such an opportunity opportunity for us to grow in our relationship with God um, and our relationship with other believers. I don't think that God wants us to be an island. He doesn't want us to do life alone. We're meant to you know, be in community with other believers. And yeah, so anyways, I hope that this message, (laughs) this teaching was helpful for you. And your homework for this week is to pray and ask God what your next step is. Maybe that is joining a church. Um, Maybe that's joining a Bible study, or maybe if you already belong to a church, maybe that means uh, joining a community group, or maybe if you're already doing that, maybe now it's time that you find a way to serve, or, you know, if you're not in that place to serve, maybe it's for you to take a class. Maybe there's just something that you know God's putting on your heart to do. I just pray that you would um, be receptive to that and walk in that and take that next step. Um, you know, it's funny, I didn't realize I was, when I was in Seattle, you know, this past weekend, I had been praying for God to give me the next step. And what I think actually was the next step was for me to, you know, fast from Instagram. And I think that maybe just removing that from my life, um, and removing that distraction is something that I really needed to do for me to hear from God, um, and what he wanted me, what else he wants me to do, or, you know, maybe it's just that he wants me to experience more of him. So anyways, get with God, ask him what he wants you to do next and take that next step. And if you haven't already, again, just a reminder to leave me a review on Apple podcasts or on Spotify. Um, just go ahead and rate and review the podcast if this has blessed you. Um, and just a reminder, you are welcome to join the Facebook group and the link is down in the show notes. So I will talk to you guys next week. Have a great one. Bye now.